Welcome to The Power of Faith with David Hathaway. In this episode, David continues his Bible study from the book of James. Writing in chapter 3, verse 13, James says, If you are wise and understand God's ways, prove it by living an honorable life, doing good works, with the humility that comes from wisdom. But if you are bitterly jealous, and there is selfish ambition in your heart, don't cover up the truth with boasting and lying. For jealousy and selfishness are not God's kind of wisdom. Such things are earthly, unspiritual, and demonic. For wherever there is jealousy and selfish ambition, there you will find disorder and evil of every kind. But the wisdom from above is first of all pure. It is also peace-loving, gentle at all times, and willing to yield to others. It is full of mercy and the fruit of good deeds. Before David ministers, we want to thank you for supporting this ministry in prayer and finance. Each week, the gospel is preached in person and online. And our staff in Ukraine courageously distribute humanitarian and spiritual aid to the displaced. Visit our website for details. Eurovision.org.uk And I mean, in verse 6 in the authorised version, it's, it, it, uh, it, it's very clear that the tongue can defile the whole body and set on fire the course of nature. Uh-uh. And it is set on fire by hell. Oof. In other words, an uncontrolled tongue can end up being influenced by hell itself. I mean, this is strong talk. This is very strong language. And he goes on to speak about taming and control because he goes on in verse 7, all kinds of animals, uh, birds, beasts, and uh, creatures of the sea have been tamed by man. And that's quite interesting because we do tame. I mean, we've tamed horses so that they become our servants. We can, we can train dogs to be our friends and our servants. And they can even train dolphins. <laughs> but the thing is this, that while even birds and animals, and, and yes, you can train birds, they do them for hunting, they use falcons for hunting and so on. So while all these creatures can be tamed, but no man can tame the tongue. Oof, goodness me, because it is restless and full of deadly poison. These are serious issues. But let's move on to verse 9, because verse 9 is a lot more comforting. Because in verse 9 it says, With the tongue we praise God. And so there is a very useful purpose here. With the tongue we praise our Lord and Father. With... Yes, but with the same tongue. And, you know, you've got to be very careful as Christians. You've got to be very careful in the church. You've got to be very careful because while we worship God with our tongues and we sing our praise, but at the same time, that same tongue can curse men, particularly to cause trouble in the church. And, you know, I remember 
I was in a prayer conference some years ago in uh, in Germany, and uh, one of the main speakers. Uh, I was also speaking, but one of the main speakers alongside me was a man who'd been a witch and from Africa, he was an African. And he was sharing his testimony, showing how he found Christ. But he was saying that when he was a witch, he was trained and given money and given vast sums of money to destroy Christians in where he was to the extent that he spent so much time in research and he found the quickest way to destroy Christians was to sow discord by getting people to to, uh, condemn and criticize others and break up the unity. And he said they found that they couldn't attack Christian groups who were united and solid in their unity and fellowship. But once they allowed that tongue to begin to condemn or to criticize or find fault with another brother or sister in Christ, then he found that they could destroy the Christians. Now, that's really what it's saying here. With the tongue we praise the Lord, but with it, that same tongue, we can curse men who've been made in God's likeness. And then he goes on. Look at look at verse 10. Out of the same mouth proceeds blessing and cursing. It's true. Just look. Out of the same mouth we can praise God and we can curse men. Now, this is terrible. And he goes on to say, brethren, this thing should never be in your church. This should never be in your fellowship. Because then he goes on to explain the reasoning behind it in verse 11. Because if you look at verse 11, it's very clear. He says, can a fountain send forth Sweet water and bitter, or in a better English, can fresh water and salt water come from the same spring? No, it can't. And so he goes on. He says, brothers, in verse 12, can a fig tree bear olives or a grapevine bear figs? Neither can a salt spring bring fresh water. Now, do you understand? Because here is a very serious issue. If the fig tree cannot bear false and good fruit, and if that spring of water cannot at the same time bring forth good and bad water, then what about your body? What about your tongue? What about your conversation? And then he goes on. Um, He says, who is wise and has knowledge and understanding, 
let him show it by his good conversation and let him show his good life by deeds as well as in speech. But then he goes on in verse 14. If you have bitter envying and strife in your hearts, don't boast about it or deny the truth. Such wisdom does not come from God. Are you with me in this? This kind of language does not come from God, but it is earthly, it is conspiring with the devil. For in verse 16, where, and I'm now in the international version, where you have envy and selfish ambition, there you will find disorder and every evil practice. You know, James is speaking, and remember that this is the early church. Remember that this is the, the church of the first generation. And yet already we see there has come into the church something which was present in the previous religions. Because, you know, all of this is, is, is in religion. It, it, it's in religion from the very foundation. But this should not be in the Christian church. And the Christian church has to be a, a group and a body of people who've been converted and repented and turned from the past. And, you know, we don't preach enough about confession and about repentance. You see, one of the problems I find working with the Catholic Church is they put so much emphasis on confession. And you can go to the priest and you can confess and you, you do some penance for it uh, that, that, that they indicate. But the trouble is that that confession without repentance means you go back and do the same thing. And with confession only, yes, you can continue in the wrongdoing and just come. And, and that's why the emphasis, it, it, to me, it's wrong because it's tied, in effect, it's tied people to uh, regular attendance at the, uh, at the church simply because you need to confess again and again. And you, uh, in, in, in a lot of churches, in a lot of denominations, they'll tell you this. You have to come back, confess, confess, confess. They don't talk about repentance and forgiveness. But you see, the whole message of the Christian church is repentance. And repentance, what does it mean? It means a turning about. It means being sorry enough to leave your sin. Be confident in God. There is a great reward awaiting you in heaven. In the latest edition of Prophetic Vision magazine, David Hathaway writes about how the power of Pentecost is for you today. In the epistle of James, we read, Blessed is the man who endures and perseveres under temptation. Because, having stood the test, that person will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love him. We are clearly promised a reward if we don't quit, don't give up. We must be faithful in the calling upon our lives. Read the latest edition of Prophetic Vision magazine on our website or receive the physical edition through the post.
visit eurovision.org.uk. We would like to give you a free gift. David Hathaway's Prophetic Vision magazine is available free of charge. All you need to do is ask for it. This faith-building resource will show you the path to revival in your life and ministry. To receive this free magazine, visit eurovision.org.uk forward slash magazine. Thank you for listening to the Power of Faith broadcast with David Hathaway. We would love to hear from you. Contact us by visiting eurovision.org.uk. Also available online are many free teaching resources to help you on your walk with God. David has written many faith-building books to encourage and inspire. Order these online today. Each month, David ministers online and in person. Our ministry is only possible because of the faithful support of so many people. For details on our evangelism and humanitarian relief work, visit eurovision.org.uk. Thank you again for listening.